0: Julia Sodis here, host of A Totally Different Reality, 2015, 2015, we're one month in, um, so today I have a wonderful guest, Catherine McIntosh is a wild woman, she's an incredible mom, she's so much to learn, and she's an amazing creator, and I am really to picking her brain and seeing what, um, what she's doing right and all of the different um, incredible creations she is working on right now. I actually wasn't even aware of a few of them that I found out about while talking to her before the show, so I'm really looking forward to talking about them, and I'm really excited to have Catherine on, so welcome, Catherine.
1: Ah, thanks, Julia. And I'm not sure if it's my phone. You're cutting out a little bit, but it might be. Oh no! So I'm not sure. I heard you pretty clearly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. In case we continue to crackle.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. Well,
1: I'm, so, I'm honored um, to be here. So thank you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great.
0: Um. So today we're going to talk about the um to creating a business and is generative and creative. Um, Could you talk a little bit first about your experience with business and with Access Consciousness?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. So, well, with business in general, I didn't really recognize that I've always been an entrepreneur. (laughs) So, I've worked for myself pretty much my whole life, starting with, you know, as simple of a job as being a nanny, right? Nannying, babysitting. I built like my own babysitting business (laughs) when I was 15 (laughs) and didn't even realize like it was a big deal, and then just went into a a lot of creative endeavors, you know, throughout my life. And, you know, when I found Access Consciousness, I was a full-time hairdresser. I built a business from the ground up. I pretty much did what everyone told me was impossible to do, which was start a successful business right out of beauty school. You know, I was older, and I didn't want to work for somebody else. And so I I did that, and I also then did energy and intuitive work on the side. And so when I found Access, I was a full-time hairdresser and a part-time intuitive (laughs) body worker, energy worker, you know. And um, I found the tools, and it was... You know, I think anything that comes to us that changes our lives, that opens our minds to something different, it came at a perfect time for me because I was freaking becoming burnt out (laughs) working for myself and, you know, my husband at the time, he looked at me and he said, well, you do realize you write your own schedule, right? And I was like, oh, right. (laughs) I actually have (laughs) choices to how much I want to work, you know, I just... Like, dove into work and always have dove in, dove, whatever the word is, um, into my work fully. So, I never really recognized that I had a choice as to how much or how little I could work. So, when I found the tools of access, it was just like a light bulb, you know, meets like (laughs) fireworks, meets new possibilities, meets a really
0: happy camper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So I'm really interested to hear. It, you're very. It seems like very natural for you to just want to work, to like work, to create, to just be fully involved in your life. And I think that that's a lot of of people struggle with is like fully committing and being fully involved and like there's so much procrastination and stuff like that, especially when starting your own business. Um, How did you, what did you do different?
1: I, I think the biggest thing is I, like I, I procrastinated for me in the sense that I went from, you know, full-time nanny to I mean I've done every job under the sun and every job I ever did was to get me to be a full-time intuitive right like a full-time working on bodies and changing the planet I've had that dream since I was 15 and so my cute story is that I would procrastinate in the sense of I never believed I could choose what lit me up the most and make the most money right? So I went into hairdressing. I was a full-time real estate agent, and I do part-time intuitive work, right? Because I (laughs) didn't believe that I could make, you know, a six-figure living doing, you know, working with people, helping them create better lives for themselves. So for me, it was my procrastination journey looked like I wasn't willing to choose what actually totally lit me up so i was chasing the money thinking that if i had enough money i'd be happy
0: right right
1: and what happened is at the end of the day i was always burnt out i was always not miserable because i've had a really freaking fantastic life access has made it a thousand times more fantastic you know i i had a great life but there was something that was like I wasn't fully myself. And so for people who are procrastinating, my question to them would be, like, you know, those that are on the call, my question would be, like, what is it that you actually, like, would love to do, would do all day long for free, and that lights you up like nothing else?
0: Wow. I'm going to write that down. That's amazing. Okay, can you repeat that? That's amazing.
1: Yeah. So what is it that you would do all day long for free that lights you up like nothing else? That's and so for those of you that are procrastinating, that's the thing you need to start charging money for. (laughs) It's the thing (laughs) that you would do for free, right? All day long, no questions asked, you, don't, you forget to eat, you forget to drink water, you forget to return phone calls because you're in the energy of doing that thing. And so if you're procrastinating, my question would be, are you doing the thing that lights you up the most or are you like choosing to dance around it?
0: I think I need a fashion model, Catherine.
1: <laughs>
0: you, you need a what? I think I need to become a fashion model. <laughs> totally. You would be
1: amazing at it. I mean, you already are. That's the whole thing. And so, like, how could you pay paid for it? it? was I was totally. actually looking at magazines the other day because I'm, you know, just ex-hairdresser, fashionista, kind of freak out about style. And I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to, like, buy coach purses and Louis Vuitton shoes. Like, I never have to worry about the cost or price of things, because I, like fashion is so fun for me. I love Fashion Week. I like, yeah. So, I wonder if you know what you could do
0: <laughs>
1: around yeah. that, like blog about fashion all day long. You know, yeah. do silly YouTube videos. Like, what would you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you what know, I bring up a
0: really interesting point: is the internet. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that a lot of your business has been based around the internet um, or it's been a tool. I mean, you have really good internet marketing. I just love the stuff that you put up. Um, where That just seems to be – is that something that's natural for you? Internet was not natural for me. I okay. was a
1: total, like, person-to-person connector. And yeah. then I grew – I hated Facebook, to be honest. I was like – act like just like ah, I don't like Facebook I don't want to use it I don't know what to say every time I you know and then I'd say the stupidest thing like
0: the other (laughs) day
1: I I wrote the dumbest thing at least in my mind about like hey should I grow my hair out I've had my hair short for 12 years I got like 60 some comments like a hundred likes. I'm like, that is so, like you just never know when you're just being yourself and you don't even think about something. So I was not internet friendly. I wasn't, I just forced myself to learn. And I think that's one of the things like when you are creating your own business, when you are an entrepreneur, when you are looking for that thing that lights you up, you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Right. So right. when I became a facilitator, I taught myself in two days how to build the website. I didn't go, Oh my God, I can't do it, this is horrible and then I paid somebody a year later five thousand dollars to build my website and he did the worst job ever. Like it wasn't that he wasn't, he just didn't get my energy. It wasn't, I mean, we spent, and nine months later, right? $5,000 and nine months later, I had a sort of website that sort of represented my energy. Whereas when I created my original website, I did it in three days. I taught myself how to do it, and I got hits and mad likes because I was just willing to put myself out there.
0: Huh. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I I I too have have flailed with internet creators, and I actually had my friend from university with for four years. She just built a really incredible juliasodis because she totally gets my energy, so yeah. what pro I am just so interested. There's just so much I want to learn from you. And, um, what program did you use to make your own website?
1: Just WordPress. Oh, yeah, super simple, and now now I have, you know, um, Rebecca Hulse doing all of my internet and website, and, you know, I still sometimes in a pinch will get on the back end, but if I don't have to touch my website, I prefer not to, (laughs) so, yeah, just WordPress, because then, you know, I can go in and edit and do all that good stuff, so...
0: Okay. Huh. Well, that's really neat. All right. Okay. So I'm just quizzing you. So what are your five tips? Maybe we should start on number one. Yeah.
1: So it's funny because when we were talking about this, I mean, there's so many different directions, right? This isn't a how to, this isn't, this is what you have to do. This is just like when I was asking what wants to be talked about today, it was like, well, you know, A year ago, I might have given you a different five-step formula, right? Totally. Today, you know, today is like, I'll I'll just say all five and then we can talk about them. But the first one is to really get the energy of what you want your life to look like, right? So in the example of when you ask the question, what would you do all day long for free, right? That's the beginning of getting the energy of what you want your life to look like but most of us go well i don't have time to even look at that because i'm busy trying to pay the bills or I'm busy trying to make ends meet or i'm busy trying to figure it out and so we take these i mean i am queen of literally having i i've probably had over 75 jobs you know wow. and i'm just under 40 and it's like <laughs> I've done everything under the sun and I was always dancing around the one thing I always knew I wanted to do. So it's like get the energy of what you want your life to look like and that could be a million different things. So it could be asking questions. It could be, I want to spend my days looking at fashion magazines and then blogging and doing a video. Or I want my day to be traveling around the world. Or I want my day to have coffee with my friends and ride bicycles. It's like just getting energy, right? Or I want to own a yacht and I want to be able to travel the world. And I want to, you know, go to Paris. It's like getting the energy of the day-to-day and then also sort of what I like to call like the umbrella the bigger picture. Okay. You know, and and then when you get the energy of what you want your life to look like, you start to ask questions, right? So I think, you know, many people who find and do access, whether they just take one class or they take 500 classes, it's this whole concept of asking questions. And so one of my, like, I'll give you an example. So this year, I've been, Playing with the idea of what it's like to be the CEO of a billion dollar company.
0: So hey, I can Yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be but... a really fun company if you were the, the CEO. Right. Oh, Amen. I would want to right. work there.
1: Fashionista, <laughs> yes. Amen. So it's like, so what I've been doing in asking questions is well, what would the CEO of a billion dollar company wear? What would the CEO of billion dollars so I went through my closet this morning. I have been resisting weeding out clothes for like six months, right? And I recently I moved four months ago and I have not Like I moved clothes I knew I was going to get rid of (laughs) because I wasn't ready to get rid of them in the move. And so finally this morning, I literally tore through my closet in an hour, and every piece of clothing I put on, I said, would the CEO of a billion-dollar company wear this? And it was no. Would the CEO of a billion-dollar company choose this? No. So when you get what you want the energy of your life to look like, you then can ask questions that go, okay, okay. So, like, for you, Julia, if it's, you know, do you have an idea of what you want the energy of your life to look like?
0: Yeah, I do. I, you know, the thing is, I have, like, four different energies, and I could go yeah. either way. So, if you
1: were to do an umbrella, like, rather than do each energy separate, do the umbrella. You could have it all. There you go. That. <laughs> Does it have like words that would match what that energy is?
0: I've never, you know, it's really cool that I still look. You're cutting out. I don't know if it's my phone. It could be me because you.
1: Okay. Are you there still? Okay. I missed what you said, I'm sorry. Oh, I can't hear you.
0: (laughs) Hello. Hello
1: Yeah, now that you're you're there. Oh, you were. Yeah, I can barely hear you. I can't hear her either. Okay, good. I'm
0: not the only one. (laughs)
1: I'm just asking her if she wants me to continue. <laughs> I can continue <gasps> okay, cool. I'll continue, so see, so yeah, like you get the energy of let's say let's just say, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get paid to be a blogger, a fashion a blogger. I'm gonna get paid to wear the latest clothes. I'm gonna get paid like paid to fly on jets because I'm going to be the model, right? Okay. So then you ask questions. Well, if I was that person, what would I choose? So would I choose to live in lack? Would I choose to, um, you know, go to a class? Would I choose to... So you basically create questions To see if you would, like, every choice you make, is it in alignment with the energy of what you want your life to look like? So, for me, these five steps to creating your life, creating your future, are really different than most people, right? Because most people say, okay, (laughs) steps to creating. Step one, (laughs) do this, right? Step two, do that. And this is a really different way of getting there. So when you start asking questions of, okay, what would the CEO of a billion-dollar company choose, or what would the best-selling author on the New York Times bestsellers list, what would they choose? I'm, I'm here. Oh, yay. Hi. Can Ooh. you hear me?
0: I can. Awesome. Um. Um. Oh. Am I coming true? Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, I love what you're saying. I, I was saying before I got dropped off um, that I've kind of looked at, like, the either-ors of, like, the different energies that I like and, and, like, as though I can't have it all. So that's really neat. I had not even considered that I could put them all together and have that perspective.
1: Yeah, it's like if you could create an umbrella – of the perfect life of Julia Sotis that you could you know, under that umbrella wear 10 different hats. Right. But so the energy so of your life and living is still that like, ah, oh, yes, because like I don't want to do just one thing in my life. <laughs> I don't want to just be an access facilitator. I don't want to just be an author. I don't want to just be a mom. I don't want to just be a motivational speaker. I I want all of it. (laughs) You know, I want all of it. And so when you put all of that under the energy of the umbrella of your life and living, then you start to ask questions to see if your choices match that energy. And when you're in the generative energy of choosing towards your future, choosing towards your reality, then what happens is you create like this perpetual motion of generative and creative energy and you become like Have you ever seen someone in fashion and you're just like, that I want that energy, right? It's because right. they're in this perpetual motion of creation and generation. Gary and Dane do it all the time. Right? The founders of Access, they're constantly in, uh, even when they're having crappy days, they're still in the generative creative energies of a different possibility. And it all comes, at least for me personally, right? This is, if you ask Dane and Gary the five steps to creating, they'd probably give you five totally different steps, and so would anyone else. But when you ask questions to see if your choices would create more. So, another question I love asking is if I choose this, will it get me closer to my agenda?
0: Right? If I choose
1: this, will it add to the energy of what I'm creating? Right. And if I get a no,
0: I don't choose it. If I choose this, I'm writing everything down because I just love it. You're
1: so cute. Thank
0: you. So that's Um, step
1: two, yeah. Go ahead. that's really
0: like um the the willingness to look at that energy and look at that life and really pay attention to it be present with it commit to it play around with it like that's what will create it
1: yeah yeah Ex- exactly exactly and you know it sort of leads me to step three which is to be bold right so at least in my life, i had been taking the small steps. Okay, I'm going to be a real estate agent, right? Because being a real estate agent means that I can, like, at least part-time be an intuitive because I'll be making enough money, <laughs> right? Right. So I did, like, these, these, like, really baby steps rather than just choosing, like, the energy, at least the biggest energy I could think of in the moment. So there's no way that when I became a new mom, I thought I could make six figures in less than 10 months. But I did because I kept getting the energy of I want to facilitate the planet. So I had like the third step in creating is to be bold with your dreams and to not like baby step them. Most of us try to get in our heads to figure out how to get to the dream rather than just choose the energy of the dream because when you choose the energy of the dream, you can then make choices that are in alignment and will get you closer to that dream. But if you're like sidestepping and, you know, (laughs) taking detours, it's harder to get there and it'll take you longer. So it's, it's about this idea of being the energy of the big dream, right? Being the energy of the giant leap. And so same thing. It's like, would the CEO of a billion-dollar company choose this? I mean, who knows if I'll be the CEO of a billion-dollar company, but there is something in my body that when I ask that question, everything is like, yes, that, like a different, the innovation of a different like planetary possibility. <laughs> you know? And so when I asked that question, my whole being I mean, if I make a couple million dollars, I'm not gonna complain and not gonna go, God, my life really sucked <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I went for my dreams and I only made a few million. That totally sucked <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So it's this idea of just really being bold. And, you know, one of my favorite statements in that Access, I think it might be yours too. I'm taking a bold statement. But, you know, <laughs> just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. It's this idea of be aware of who you're sharing your dreams with. Right?
0: Be no, aware absolutely.
1: of, you know, keep like not necessarily keep it to yourself because the more people that support you in that dream, the more, at least in my opinion or my point of view, it becomes a reality, right? Because they're seeing you as that energy.
0: Right. Um. But then there's
1: the people that will be like, oh, you're, you know, which is why I always did small steps because in my family growing up, I had to be practical, right? I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be a famous like modern dancer and my family was like, are you kidding me? You cannot do that and you will never make any money and you know, blah, 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 the list goes on and so I like shut down my dreams and went the practical route, (laughs) the long, very long journey to finding what lights me up.
0: What did you do right out of high school?
1: Um, Out of high school, I went to college. um, And then while I was in college, I moved to South America, spent three years in South America. So I was like a forklift driver. I did landscaping. I waited tables. I um, worked in a bike shop. Catherine, you were a forklift driver? I did when I was doing landscaping. I helped drive a forklift. <laughs> that is diverse,
0: man. That is awesome. Oh,
1: I've 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 done I've been administrative assistant. I was a financial planner. I mean, I literally have probably like <laughs> ask me, and I'll be like, yeah, I did that. You know, I did dance for a company one year. Um, dancing, but I mostly played sports. So, out of out of high school, I went to college. Out of college, I became a real estate agent. Um, you know, was making six figures at twenty six, twenty seven years old, and didn't really think anything of it. <laughs> I just was wow. like, yeah, I you know, I was at twenty seven. What city were you I in? I, kept... I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, of all places. <laughs> wow. I was born and raised in Milwaukee and when I got out of college and left South America, I went back there. So That is an
0: amazing life you've
1: lived. Yeah. Well, it's cute, you know, because my family was practical. So this like bold, outrageous dreamer that wants to be the CEO of a billion dollar company that changes the planet, like her family, (laughs) that was not, (laughs) Something that was acceptable so I was always short changing or diminishing my boldness I was always trying to see if I was like fitting in right enough or good enough or if I was proper enough and you know dream like at least in my opinion I think you're with me on this like you can't dream bold enough like no dream is too big no dream oh. is too bold no dream is too outrageous you know yeah, the more outrageous, the better.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, the more outrageous, the more likely we are to actually achieve it because we're so used to aiming low. Yeah, and it doesn't usually work. And when you actually go for the goal, it works. Yeah, and you know something
1: I've been playing with actually from Gary Douglas. So, at the end of December of last year, I wrote myself a check for a million dollars right and I wrote like from the universe with joy like I literally made a fake check you know read out the million dollars and I was looking I was like that's not enough money that was to me like the small step right and I was talking to Gary and he was like well what energy space and consciousness can you be to be the energy of a hundred billion dollars with ease and I was like well that's way lighter than a million and the whole idea is that the bigger what you just said, the bigger we go, the bolder we, we are willing to ask for things, it's like it's almost easier to attain because it is so outrageous.
0: Exactly. Because
1: our yeah. logical thinking mind can't get in the way of how it's going to happen.
0: Right. And that right there is a caveat. Yeah, yeah. And we're just—we're just, so we're just like such. F- I was going to say, we're such creative beings, and we shortchange ourselves so dynamically.
1: So dynamically,
0: it's insane.
1: So I wonder <laughs> what we'd create if all of us were willing to recognize how creative we truly are. And that the bolder your dreams, the quicker you could create your reality. It's like the bolder and bigger bolder your dreams. I love that. The quicker you create your so reality. <laughs>
0: Get me on a road. Get talking
1: and I don't stop. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love it. Awesome. Okay, so what's number
1: four? Number four is to get creative, right? To be willing to do whatever it takes. And so that's this idea that, like, say you get the energy of, you know, I want to travel the world, you know? And somebody says to you, cool, well, can you clean my yoga studio for free yoga classes? And you're like oh, no, I don't do that. Now, I'm not saying to be a slave to anything that doesn't work for you. But if what's being offered to you has the energy of what you'd like your life to look like and you're saying no, you're shutting the door on possibility. So when I say get creative, when I started my business, I was a mom of a three-month-old right? I was nursing. My husband wasn't working. We had no money coming in. And I had to freaking get creative. I had to do whatever it takes. So I just kept putting classes out there. I just, I, I taught myself how to do a website. I, I put the most random classes out there just to see what would happen. And people started coming to my classes and freaking out. And so when I say being willing to do whatever it takes, it's like, you know, there were years I couldn't afford to have a housekeeper, right? I clean my house, but I did it in a way of like imagining somebody else doing it for me, not from, God, I wish someone else was doing this. It was from like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to be in my million dollar palace and have a couple of house cleaners. How fun would that be? And I'd be happy to contribute helping them clean while they're cleaning. So it's this idea of, like, no matter what, and I think you know this energy too. It's like we do whatever it takes, and the caveat is, like, is it in alignment with you? And you just got to be honest, because a lot of us will go, I'm not doing that, right? I'm not teaching a class if there's only five people in it. It's like, where is that? literally out of alignment with what you're asking to create because say that class like for example i in my first year of being a facilitator i ended up teaching a five day actually a four day so foundation level one to one person one person I was like, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. I can't believe. And then I was like, I asked the question: If I choose this, what will it create for my future? What will it create for her future? And I got this like massive energy, and I was like, Cool, whatever it takes, I'm in. So oh I taught. Yeah. The, I taught the class. She to this day is still a VIP she's done some amazing things like on the planet my she's helped grow my business i mean like i i am so glad i chose that because otherwise i may not have right i'd be in a different place if i was entitled i don't do it for less than you know 50 people it's like is that actually in alignment with your heart's desire to create, at least for me, with my heart's desire to create a different future?
0: Right. Wow. This is like rearranging all the entanglements of my life. Yay!
1: (laughs) Yeah, mine too. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to speak it out loud. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, your perspective is so different. It's so, so different. I really like it.
1: Thank you. Well, I lot, lots of years of fucking it up to get me here. <laughs>
0: but, oh, it's wonderful. You know,
1: cute choices along the way,
0: you know? Yeah. Oh, but so
1: it's, neat. it's just like, it's, yeah, it's just doing, being willing to do whatever it takes. Sure, I'll, you know, I've had... And here's where I'll just tell a story. So I, I think I was just starting my business out, right? I was just getting into um, being a certified facilitator. I didn't have a website yet. And I went to this event with like 500 people at it. And this woman pulls me aside and she's like, you have such magnetic energy. Would you be willing to to share with us on video what your business is and share your website and how to contact you. And I was like, I can't do it. I don't have a website. And I said no. And she was like, do you realize we have a mailing list of 15,000 people? And I was like, I can't do it. Like, I couldn't do it. And so I walked away, and that moment of choosing that was like, I will never say no to something that is in alignment with what I'd like to have ever again, no matter what. Right. And wow. so now people will ask me to do something and I have no idea how to do it, but it's the energy of what I want my life to look like. So
0: I say yes. Wow. And then, and then I figure it out. Right. That's what Richard Branson always says. He says, If you are, you know, put if a huge task is put in front of you and it's insurmountable, you say yes, and then you figure your shit out and do it. (laughs) And
1: that's because if we're waiting to have it all perfect, we'll be waiting till we die. (laughs) Yeah. And then you'll have the perfect death, you know? It's like you can't, and and I was actually having a conversation with Rebecca you know, my, my coordinator, and we came up with a new title for her, but she's just my business liaison. She's done such an amazing – she's done such an amazing contribution to helping me move my business forward. And we we're talking about – oh, God, I just lost my train of thought.
0: You and Rebecca were talking about oh business, moving it forward.
1: Oh, I don't remember. That's so funny. It had to do with Richard I
0: Branson. I I guess <laughs>
1: it's not – it doesn't matter anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: it went away. Well,
0: what's, what's number five? Maybe it'll come back. Number
1: five, follow your knowing,
0: right? right? So
1: how many times have you had an idea and you're like, well, what do you think about this idea? Do you think this idea would make it? Oh, my God, what should I do with this idea? How, I wonder how I can do... And then you go into your head and, like, think of all the ways why you can't get there or how long it's going to take you or blah, 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 right? And so right. this idea of following your knowing is never really look for validation outside yourself. Because right. all that does is it leaves you open to this reality's version of what's possible. If Richard Branson was asking everybody on the planet whether Virgin <laughs> Mobile would be a success, he wouldn't be Virgin Mobile. He wouldn't well. own Necker Island. He wouldn't be this, like, total entrepreneurial mogul for, you know, for our, what's the word, for, for everyone that's living currently to, like, gain inspiration from. You know, like even um, Steve Jobs, right? The story of like, I remember the story of the flat screen, right? Like he wanted a phone with a flat screen. And so he went to a lot of different people or technicians and said, can you build this? No. Can you build this? No. He never gave up that it was possible, he just kept waiting for the right person to say, yeah, I think I can try. And he said, cool, you're <laughs> hired." right? So he never went, well, do you think the flat screen's possible? And if he would have, you know, gotten information from all the people that said no, you know, maybe by now we'd have a flat screen, but he was the innovator of a possibility that didn't yet exist on the planet. Right. And so each of us has the capacity to be the innovator of a possibility that doesn't yet exist on the planet. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right i Can you do a clearing talk on that about it?: Yes. So everything that doesn't allow you to know, be, receive and perceive the innovator that you truly be, to change the planet, like the innovator or the creative innovation that's inside of you, or invention that's inside of you everywhere you're looking for validation outside of your own knowing will you destroy and uncreate it
0: (laughs) I will destroy and uncreate it right yeah right wrong good bad talk
1: pod all nine shorts boys and beyonds yes each of us has the capacity to be the innovator of a reality that doesn't yet exist wow
0: Right. How much fun is that? Pretty mind-blowing.
1: Right. And that's the thing. It's like if you're looking for validation, you're not going to be the innovator. So it's not to say like, you know, I bounce ideas off Rebecca all the time, and very rarely does she go, you're off your rocker or definitely not doing that. But she's been willing to be a support system that goes, well, I have no, like I'll create a class and I'll give her the name and she's like, I'm sorry, but it's just not landing for me, right? And I'm like, cool, well, can I share with you where I'm coming from? And then I'll give a three-minute spiel and she's like, oh, that's what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. Can Can we create it? She's like, yeah, totally. So it's about, you know, being willing to know that what you see, like, is a pot. It's, it's somebody needs that. Somebody's looking for what you have inside of you.
0: That's true. That's so, so true. Somebody so. out there is looking for what you have inside of you. Catherine, I can't keep up. You have too many good <laughs> quotes. <laughs> <laughs> somebody out there is looking for what you have inside of you yep yep that's true somebody is looking for that
1: so can we do like a clearing slash question yeah cool so what energy space and consciousness are you what what is it What innovator of a new reality are you generating, creating and and instituting and never acknowledging?
0: Well, that's just brilliant. Wow.
1: Wow. That's a good one. And everything that does not allow that (laughs) try and uncreate it, please. Yes. Woo. Right, wrong, good, bad. Pock pod all nine shorts, boys and beyonds.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah.
1: What innovator of a new reality are you generating, creating, and instituting, and never acknowledging? <laughs> Woo! And everything that is, times a god's will We destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Woo! Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys, and because, you know, Gary says it a lot. It's like, what, you know, who, and he said this to you at the seven day, actually, Julia, because I have been listening to those recordings, like, mad. And He said, well, when you're being the energy of something, you can't see it, right? So most of us are already being a different invitation, right? We're being a different reality. We're being something that is inviting someone else into a new reality. But we can't see it,
0: so we don't think it exists, (laughs) Right? Right. And I remember him saying something like, you can't sit around and wait to see it. Right. You just have to choose to create from it.
1: You know, because those of us who have met Gary, who, you know, listen to Gary, who've been to his classes, who's the founder of Access, they know what a different reality he functions from. Right? he said that it took him a really long time to get how different he was. And right. so it's like, I wonder what this, this planet would look like if we were willing to acknowledge how different we
0: truly are. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. it down. <laughs> That's
1: so cute.
0: <laughs> um, I am so damn excited to start (laughs) playing with the energy, to start playing with the energies of all of the and I said like four or five energies, it's probably actually like a thousand energies I was of say. the lives, the lie, like the life that I would like to have. There's like the secret garden energy. There's like, the like mixed with the fairy energies mixed with like the high fashion mixed with the, like the earthy being at the farm with my parents, like culinary, like it's like a bazillion a trillion things. And I thought that I had to pick, one or like bounce not pick one but bounce back and forth not put them all together and like that is me it's so awesome I had no idea Catherine you're just so great and smart
1: that's all I have full body goosebumps (laughs) so I wonder what you'll create yeah it's like I mean you know if I had to separate my mom hat my entrepreneur hat my lover hat my like like if I had to separate all those, I'd probably go insane.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's the root of the insanity I've suffered from in my life. Right. Right, because this reality is like, pick one, focus. I had a teacher one
1: time who sat me down, and he was like, it's too bad you're so brilliant. You just need to pick something. And I was like, wait, what? And so literally, I, I got out of... I, we had like a two-hour conversation in person, on a bench outside in the sun on a fall day. I like remember the day, right? And I was like, oh my god, I, he's right. I should pick something. I'm all over the map. I'm like dancing with the berries, and then I'm riding mountain bikes, and then I'm <laughs> wearing fashion, and then I'm total grunge and camping in the woods and totally like. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick something. And so I started to pick one thing and my life started to fall apart. Right. Miserable. (laughs) And so that's the same thing that we do, even in, you know, being an infinite being and having all these possibilities. If we're not willing to put all the possibilities in, like, the umbrella of our life, of our dance, of our future, then we're cutting off all of the creative possibilities that exist. Oh, it's true. Right.
0: That is how we cut ourselves into parts and pieces. Right. I didn't realize. That is so brilliant. Yeah. Okay.
1: So something, I just, I was in Mexico, right, this last, what, two weeks ago. And yeah. oh, OMG, like the, one of the coolest mastermind, like facilitation retreats I've ever done. And, and I got to see, like, well, what do I actually want my life to look like? And I brought everything in. I brought the mountain biker. I brought the camping. I brought, like, going to music festivals. I brought being the CEO. I brought, you know, like, traveling in a luxurious yacht, but also willing to stay at a Best Western, (laughs) you know, like, or Comfort Inn. Like, I was, it's like this idea of, Just following your knowing, following the energy, rather than thinking that once you get the energy, you have to box yourself into what you think that looks like. Right. Yeah.
0: So I wonder,
1: (laughs) I wonder what the fairy dancing, earth loving, (laughs) secret garden, like fashionista
0: in you to create (laughs) yeah wow oh man I think you just changed the direction of my entire life (laughs) awesome
1: how does it get any better than that
0: (laughs) oh that is so cool um I want to hear about before we run out of time we have 10 minutes left I want to hear about um what's it uh the um i'll have what she's having an international 30-day program designed to get you out of the judgment of you your body and everything every area of your life tell us about that
1: uh it's so fun and it's so cool because so this month is actually well the end of january was the birthday of this this program right so i launched it last january And I think over 200 people have done the program. It's 30 videos, and every day you get a tool, a video of me, a tool from access, a question, a clearing, and then, you know, five minutes of me rambling on about the body, but also giving you tools to take into your everyday life and living. And this whole idea is that (coughs) most of us function from you know, creating our lives from judgment. Am I doing it right? Do I look pretty enough? Am I wearing the right clothes? Am I making enough money? Will I meet the man of my dreams? Like all of those are judgments, right? Yep. Conclusions and judgments. And so I saw in my own life where I judged my body, and especially I was a new mom. My son was two months old. And I was looking in the mirror at my lopsided boobs, and I couldn't fit in my skinny jeans, and my belly was hanging out, and I just was, like, looking in the mirror. And I spent, like, a good two to three minutes, which is a long time, right? It's a short time and a long time at the same time. And all of a sudden, I look over, and my two-year-old is, like, wide-eyed, smiling at me, zero freaking judgment. And I was like, oh my God, I just wasted this much time judging the crap out of myself, making myself feel like absolute shit. And here's this like, like genius of a being with so much love pouring out of every fiber of his being. I just missed three minutes of receiving that. And then I went into, where else am I refusing? Receiving because I'm spending all this time judging the crap out of me. And so I went on what I call the no-judgment diet, right? And what I did is I forced myself, wherever I went into judgment, I stopped it and I walked away from it. So in my life, it looked like judging my body. Some people judge their relationships. Some people judge their bank accounts. Some people judge, most people in this reality judge their bodies on some level, too skinny, too fat, too wrinkly, boobs aren't big enough, butt's not firm enough, you know, whatever. So it's really using the body to show you all the areas that you're judging you and right. then get you to stop it. And what happened for me personally, which shocked me is not only did I lose weight, not only did I get happier in my body and have more energy, but I freaking created a six-figure business in 10 months, because I was, I was no longer taking up space in my body and being with judgment. So all that extra space I had to create, right? I, I just like went for it. And so it was like this, oh my, so I'll have what she's having is even when we go, God, I wish I had, you know, a better car. That's a judgment. And so it teaches you how to get out of judgment. So the videos, I'm naked. You don't see me fully naked, but I video them naked. And the whole idea is that when you look at yourself in the mirror, would you be willing to let go of any judgment you've ever had about you, your body, your life, your money, your relationships? And I use the body in being naked because it gives you a chance to see the things you're trying to hide from you. (laughs) Right. And and it's cool because in
0: February i going to go outside and run around the house six times, jumping right? up and down, excited about right.
1: life. <laughs> totally. And so, well, just
0: to say, in February,
1: we're doing a special birthday bash celebration. So the program, it's $127. It's, you're going to get 10 extra videos, and the videos on the end are going to be closed. I just shot a few of them in the mountains, <laughs> and... Um, I'm going to be fully clothed and on an adventure and these last 10 videos are all about choice. And instead of using judgment to create your future, what would your life look like if you start using choice? And then you get five live calls with me plus all the, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, you're getting like, I want to say like at least 30 hours of Catherine for $127. It's sort of... I mean, it takes, you know, Holy some crap. people did the program 30 days. Some people did it 90 days. Some people took 120 days just to do the 30 days. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just about, like, will it create more in your life? And I want the planet to get out of judgment with every area of their lives because when they do, imagine the creative capacities we'd have to create our future.
0: Cool.
1: Damn. So Damn. thanks for letting me rock and roll <laughs> and talk your ear off. <laughs> oh, I get excited. Please,
0: any time, <laughs> any time. Oh my gosh, I knew you were brilliant, but I didn't know you were like that brilliant. You're oh, like oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> I'm perplexed, wow. my dear. We'll have to trade fashion <laughs> fashion. Oh
0: yeah. Oh it's so much fun. There's just, I don't know, like the like you bring everything that you are to the table. Like it's mm. you're just here and you're just so included in it and that energy just makes it so easy for for Everybody, for me and everybody else to just be like, Yeah, I'll have that. I'll choose that. And that's me. and Because you're so you, it makes it so easy for everybody else to be us. Mm. You know? Oh, it's so Aww.
1: cool. Thank you. <laughs> well, can I Aww. give people the website if they do, if they're interested in the program, they can go check oh, it please. out? Oh,
0: please. Please.
1: Yeah. So, it's my name, so K A T H E R I N E, and then M C I N T O S H, Macintosh.com, and then it's just forward slash, and it's the initials of all have what she's having, so I H W S H. So CatherineMacintosh dot forward slash I H W S H. Awesome. Thank so, hey, yeah. you. Do Facebook.
0: Could you Facebook message that to me so I can put it yes. up with the replay?
1: I would be happy to, and I'm so honored. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. having me on your show. You're just mm. awesome and such a genius, and you've been an inspiration to me. So thank you so much.
0: Oh, oh, you're so welcome. It's so exciting. Um, okay, great. Okay, well, we are time. Um, I'm just so excited right now. I can't even think straight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had an announcement to make. What was my announcement? Oh, um, Foundation and Level 1 in Winnipeg, March 12th to 15th. So next month, we just nailed down the dates. Um, It's just over a month away, about five weeks away, um, uh, in Winnipeg, Foundation Level 1. And for anybody who is interested in the... Uh, how to become money workbook classes that I'm doing every Wednesday. Um, um, private message me on Facebook, please, about those because I remember I'm doing them in my living room every Wednesday uh for free and then I'm putting the recordings up on YouTube so you can follow them part by part on YouTube. Just makes it easier to go through the How to Become Money workbook. It's a lot of fun. We're having a blast. So um oh, that's the so first cool. two classes it's really fun. It's really, really great. When it's, I, I read it. Um, I think I've read it about eight times. I and I, I bartend and host at a at a steakhouse here, and I got a thousand dollar tip last uh, two weeks ago. So it's Hell working. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> How does it get to
1: that?
0: Yeah. So, anyways, uh, anybody interested in getting the YouTube videos, you can just go to YouTube and type in Julia Sotis or message me about the, um, about the class. It's really been really fun. So, um, thank you so much for being on Catherine so much. Um, oh, thank that was just you. An awesome. Talk. <laughs> um, um, So I can't remember who's on the show this week. I'm too excited about life. Um, But I will have the replay up soon of this show with Catherine, which I will personally be listening to a few times over. And uh, I will talk to everyone next week. Thanks so much, Catherine.
1: Uh, Thanks, Julia.
0: (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye.